Hello, Justin. Today we'll be discussing the topic of the gender wage pay gap. Good seeing you, Lucas. Looking forward to a great discussion. So are you aware of the gender wage pay gap? Well, Beef, I have done a bit of research into it just for today's show, but I'd still like to hear what you have to say. I was doing a bit of reading into this issue as well, but seeing that none of us are experts, I called up a few friends from both sides of the debate to get their input. Incredible foresight. But before we get any views, let's get our friend Deshaun here to give us some background information on the history of the Thank you, Justin and Lucas, for having me on today's podcast. Uh, today, I'm here to talk about the history of the subject, which is going to be the gender wage gap. In 1942, the National War Labor Board urged employees to make adjustments which equalize wage or salaries rates paid to females with the rates paid to males for comparable quality and quantity of work. In the earliest years, it also women made only 57 to 61 cents per every male dollar in the early in early years, but it continued to show improvement as it went up 10 cents in the 1980s. Then it nearly took 30 years for women pay to go up again. Um, at this rate, writers and researchers have said that women won't reach equal pay to men until 2059. But it wasn't until the entry of the Rise to Pay Act on June 10th, 1963, uh, that it got to be unlawful for, to pay ladies lower rates for the same work entirely on the prim, prim, premise of their sex. Certable contrast and rank justify the quality or amount of work or other contemplations might justify diverse pay, but sex might not be seen as a downside on one's resume. And that's going to conclude my talk for today. I gave you guys a history of the gender wage gap, where we can find many different links and different websites where you can find more information if you would like. The gender wage gap is definitely apparent in today's society, and there should be something we could do or we need to do to fix it. Thanks a lot, Deshaun. Great to hear from you. And now that we have some background information, let's ask Jack what the government has to say about this. Hey, Luke, Justin, thanks for having me on, guys. So 42 states actually have equal pay laws saying that men and women have to be paid the exact same amount for the same amount of work they do at the same position. And while most states' equal pay acts grant exceptions for pay systems based on wage differentials other than gender, such as seniority or merit. So people that are like higher ranks or people that are older or have been in the company longer will get paid more. Um, the Equal Pay Act of 1963 was a big step in getting blacks and Hispanics and um, women to make more money. Excellent, Jack. Thank you. I'm going to bring my longtime friend Pluto, who has a liberal point of view on this topic for the podcast. The federal government understands the pay inequity between men and women so much that in 1963, they passed the Equal Pay Act, which guarantees that men and women will be paid the same for federal jobs, regardless of their sex. It also prohibits discrimination on accounts of sex in the pavement, uh, payment of wages by employers engaged in commerce on or in the production of goods for commerce. Again, this is only for federal jobs and jobs in commerce. However, almost every state and local government have similar laws. Very nice, Pluto. Well, seeing that I also have foresight, I decided to bring on 
my longtime friend Thomas Nociani to give me his conservative perspective on the issue, since we do not want our listeners thinking that we are biased. The problem with the gender pay gap issue is that it's not an issue towards gender, but in fact, it is a propaganda used by the Democrats to manipulate and victimize women into voting for them. Gender pay gap is not real. And the only reason why there is a pay gap between genders is for different variables. For example, women get pregnant and they have to take off work. While doing that, they don't get paid as much. And a lot of women take willingly take and voluntarily take pay cuts to take care and spend time with their family because women are very important, not only in the working world, but also at the house taking care of children. A a statistic shows that people under 30 years old between men and women get paid the same amount on the dollar. But once they get over 30 years old, that's when the pay gap starts. This is interesting because when you turn over 30, that's usually when people start to start families. And that's when women are more needed in the house when it comes to raising and helping the, around the house. So, Justin, after hearing all of these takes on the topic, what are your concluding thoughts? Well, it was great to hear both sides of the aisle, uh, which we encourage all of you listening at home to do. But I do have to say that Thomas made a really good argument and it fell a lot in line with what I was thinking while reading into this issue. The gender pay gap in America is a half truth. And instead of wasting time pretending that pay discrimination is real, we should really be focusing on getting more women to the workforce to narrow the distance between the sexes. Yeah, same indeed. If the gender gap is not fully explained when talked about, a lot of factors go into this discussion, such as the profession pick, the amount of hours worked, education in a certain field or specific job, and the amount of experience one has. So basically, you have to you have to list all the factors when talking about this topic. But to wrap this podcast up, I just want to thank all of our guest speakers that we had on here for time and input. And my co-host, Chad Sabatini. Pleasure doing business with you, sir. You as well, BFS. Looking forward to the next show. Peace. Peace. Yay!